Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. All right, let's do it. First Corinthians chapter three. Uh, you know what we do. We read, we pray, we change the world. We need to read the word, see what the Lord has to say to us today. Um, working our way through the New Testament and then now specifically through the book of First uh, Corinthians, the epistle by the Apostle Paul to the church at Corinth. And man, they were messed up, man. They got a lot of issues. They had a lot of issues they were working through. And so Paul's, you know, going to start digging into that in more detail now as we uh, begin kind of a second section of the letter, chapter 3, verse 5-ish, for the next couple chapters, kind of makes a turn to more addressing some of the, the divisions and the uh, issues in the church. So, all right, let's do it. Welcome, everybody. We are uh, diving in. Chapter 3, 1 Corinthians. Here we go. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. Christ. Mere infants in Christ. Uh, I don't know why I said that. I don't know. I don't even know why. I don't know where that came from. It just did. And um, so there you have it. Anyway, uh, I digress. They call, He's called, so right here at the beginning, chapter three, he calls them brothers and sisters. So they're the family of God. I could not address you as people who live by the spirit, but as fleshly or carnal. Paul makes kind of three distinctions, and it's definitely and it's distinct in the Greek vocabulary as well. It's kind of three different groups of people. There's the uh, natural man or the natural person, that is the uh, the unsaved. The natural just does not have the Holy Spirit. Is not saved. Is not regenerate. Has not be been regenerated by the Holy Spirit. They're not saved. They haven't experienced new birth. So that's the natural man. And then there's the spirit man, the spiritual person, which is the saved person who's living by the Holy Spirit, living empowered by the Holy Spirit, the spirit man. Uh, so you got the so you got the natural, you got the spirit. In between that is what is what's referred to here as worldly, carnal. Um, I think the Greek word is sarkikos. It's like from the word sarks, which is flesh. They're fleshly. They're fleshly Christians. They're flesh-eating Christians. No, <laughs> that's how it's. Ah, ah, they're like flesh-eating bacteria. No, that's not what it is. Not flesh-eating, just fleshly. They're carnal. They've been saved, but they they still think like the world. They still are living uh, with the mind of the flesh. They're not. They're not filled and empowered and guided by the Holy Spirit. They're carnal. 
So that's what he says. His brothers and sisters, family of God, your people of God. But I, I wanted to address you like as as spiritual as people who walk by the Spirit, but as people, but I couldn't because you're still worldly, mere infants in Christ. In Christ. Now why? Why? You you all know those people. You all know those people. They walk by the flesh. They like they seem to have a relationship with Jesus, but they're just there's something missing. They're not filled with the Holy Spirit. They they still love sin more than God on most days. So, um, anyway, so that's what Paul was saying. He's like, I want to, you know, I want I want to address you as uh, mature, but I, as those who live by the Spirit, but you don't live by the Spirit. You're people who still worldly. Verse two. I give you milk. I gave you milk. Man, I could use a glass of milk right now, to be honest with you. But anyway, anyway, glass of milk and some bacon and eggs, some pancakes. <sighs> anyway, ooh, ooh, I, yes, sorry. Um, I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it. You weren't ready. You weren't not ready. You weren't ready. I want to give you. I want to give you more. I want you to. I want to give you more of a spiritual feast. But you. But you weren't ready. All you could handle was milk. All you could handle. Because you why? Because they were not spiritual. <laughs> you are still worldly. Still worldly. For since there is, and he's going to give them something. Here's why, here's how you know. Here's how you know. And he's not a mystery. How do you know? How do you know if you're, if it's, if they're carnal or spiritual? Paul's going to say, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Just look at yourself. You got a bib on. You got milk dribbling down your chin. You fussing. Y'all fussy. Y'all cranky. <laughs> when our kids were little, it was, it was when a kid was bad. Oh, he's just cross. <laughs> That's what they call it, cross. Oh, he's just cross today. He just cross. Cross? He a, he a little terror. <laughs> he's just cross. That's how I mean. So when I had one of my days, oh, Terry, he just crossed today. He just cross. Anyway, Paul's like, I'll tell you how you know. Here's an example of why I can tell you you're not ready. You're still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Like, if you're jealous of each other and you're fighting and trying to, you know, tear each other up, you you worldly. I don't care what you call yourself. I don't care how long you've been, say you've been a Christian. If you're quarreling and tearing everybody up, you're worldly. Come on, somebody. You know, you know somebody want to amen that. Um... But I, I I founded this church. I've I've been at this church for twenty five years. Well, if you fighting and you bickering and you cutting people down, then you still own milk. You know you've been at churches like that. Um, are you acting like mere humans? Verse four. For when one says, for when one says, I follow Paul, and another says. I'll follow Apollo, Apollos. Are you not being mere human? 
I like this pastor. I like that's my pastor. This this I like that pastor. I follow this pastor. I follow this leader. I'm I like this guy. I like them. I are you not being silly? Are all these people not just mere human beings? What after all, verse five is Apollos? What what is he? And what is Paul? We aren't all that. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Miss Lucy. Glad you guys are on today. Only servants, Paul and Apollos, they're only servants through whom you came to believe. As the Lord has assigned to each his task, we're just doing our work. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God made it grow. God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants or the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. Yeah, I like the I like that I like the associate pastor better than that associate pastor. I like the pastor at this church better than that church. I like my la the last pastor better than the new pastor. But tell you the truth, I don't like any of them. <laughs> Plenty of people are like I don't like any of them. Like y'all, they all crooked. They all snakes. <laughs> uh, I've been around, man. I know how y'all talk. I know how them people talk. Uh. And Paul says, Paul says, tell you the truth, all these preachers, they, we aren't anything anyway. We just have a, we have a task to do. We, some plant, some water, but it's God that makes the whole deal work. God makes it grow. God is what saves souls. God is what brings people into the kingdom. We are just co-workers, all of us. Fellow believers in Christ, we're just co-workers. You are God's field, God's building. Verse 10. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder, and someone else is building on it. So I'm a Paul's a church planter. He's building the foundation. He's reaching new people, creating new congregations. He's laying the foundation. Other people come along and pastor the church, build the church, but they lay it on the same foundation of Christ. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder. Try to do my best. Try to do it right. Try to start the church off on the right foot with the elementary teachings of the gospel. And someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care. Be careful. Right? Each one should care. Do it right. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the foundation. Remember, Corinth, they were all about wisdom, man, trying to get out. You know, thought they were all that, all this higher wisdom. And they thought they could somehow outgrow Jesus. And Paul said, no, 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 no. You never outgrow the foundation, my friend. Mm -mm. You, can, you might be able to build on the foundation, but you're never going to outgrow the foundation. The foundation is Jesus Christ. And if that foundation has not been poured correctly, you in for big problems. The whole building is jeopardized. Verse 12, 
If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their work will be shown for what it is. It's going to what the, the, the good stuff is going to stay and the bad stuff is going to get burnt. Going to get burnt up. Anything that's laid on the foundation of Christ Jesus that's not consistent with Christ is going to be toast when Jesus comes. It won't last. Wood, hair, stubble. You don't want no stubble. You don't know house made of stubble. What's your house made of? Stucco? Stucco or stubble? Stucco. Stubble? You, want, you don't want no stubble. Because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire. And the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it is burned up, the builder will suffer loss, but yet will be saved. Even though even though only as one escaping through the flames. So their work may be uh, burned up. Their salva individual salvation um, may be secure in Christ. But their work, their life's work, if it wasn't built properly, is going to be just like that. Verse 16. Don't you know, watch this. Don't you know that you are God's temple? Not, not this. It's on the little side of your head right here. Not that temple. It gets a little headache, a little headache in it. <laughs> My temple. You God's temple. You can hit it right here on the side of his head. No, not that. Not that little thing on the side of his head. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. I'm tired, guys. I think I think I'm just a little bit delirious this morning, but we're gonna get through it. God gonna speak to. He's speaking. He's gonna speak to us. He's gonna continue to speak to us. But you are God's temple. A building. Uh, and that, and do you not know that you're God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in the midst? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is sacred, and you together are that temple. Now, uh, I think it, it might be the rain. It might be, I'd be a little delirious, delirious from three days of gray. We, I'm not used to that. We're not, mm -mm. Um, so, but Paul's saying, now we often talk about this verse this way, right? We talk about this verse as you individually are the temple of the Holy Spirit. That actually is, that, that's true. That is true. But in this context, it's actually plural. And it's talking about the body of Christ is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You as a church are a temple. The, the, the body of Christ is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Paul's using a plural pronoun here. Don't you, plural. Don't y'all. See, that's, that's the South know what they're doing. Don't y'all know that y'all are God's temple? Y'all, all y'all, all y'all God's temple together. So back to his previous point. Why are you trying to tear each other down? Don't don't y'all know that y'all are the body of Christ? You you don't y'all know that y'all are the temple? And if you're cutting each other apart, you're you 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 know. Throwing at each other, cutting each other down, you're destroying God's temple. Don't do that. For God's temple is sacred, and you together, y'all together, are that temple. Verse 18. Do not deceive yourselves. If you think you are wise by the standards of this age, you should become fools so that you may become wise. <laughs> this goes back to what he said in the first couple of chapters, right? God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. So if you think you're being wise by worldly standards, you're probably getting farther and farther away from God. What? Yep. 
If you're if you if you think you're wise and everybody in the world, it, look, if all of your carnal, ungodly friends think you are so smart and so clever, you're probably getting farther away from God. Now, if you're all your carnal, ungodly friends are kind of wondering, like, what are you doing? That sounds weird, man. What's wrong with you? Then you're probably on the right track. <laughs> then you're probably on the right track. Because what? Your worldly friends don't have the mind of Christ. And the things that you do according to the will of God seems weird to them. Seems weird. Seems strange. But the wisdom of God is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to those of us who are being saved, it's the power of God. It's the cross. It's the most, the penultimate example of God's uh, foolishness is the cross. Demonstrates his own power through the cross. Um, <laughs> where are we? Um, don't you know, that, uh, verse 18, don't deceive yourselves. If any of you think you're wise, be uh, by the standards of this age, you should become fools so that you may become wise. Verse 19, for the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. As it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise are futile. So then no one boasting about human leaders. Or no more boasting about human leaders. No more boasting about Apollos is awesome. I love Apollos. I don't care about Paul. Or no, I love Paul. Or I love Peter. Stop it, he's saying. Stop it all. Stop all that. So no more boasting about human leaders. All things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas. Just because you're following Paul don't mean God holding anything back on you. Just because you're following Apollos doesn't mean God's holding anything back on you. You can follow in Cephas doesn't mean God's holding anything back. God is God. All these guys are just servants. Everything that God has is still available to you. You're not being cheated. That's what he's saying. Because they're saying, I'm afraid. I, which, which train do I need to get on? Which, which, uh, which, which one do I need to uh, hook my, hook my, uh, you know, which uh, locomotive do I need to latch on to? Paul, 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 or Paulos, Cephas? He's like, don't worry about that. It's all God. He's not going to keep anything away from you. Don't stop all the boasting about human leaders. We uh, and we could we we need to be reminded of that often because even the church, man, we get the Christian celebrity deal going on, and we can we can idolize church leaders, ministries, ministry leaders, and um, you know. We learn things from people. God raises people up and uses them to teach us. But man, we got to be sure, make sure we're not idolizing them or elevating them beyond what is healthy. And um, I don't know about you, but I've noticed in in um, so human human nature, not just in the church, but just human nature in general, we we um, we love to lift our leaders up, and then we like to watch them burn. We like to we like to lift them up. We buy their books. We we grow their churches. We get them big, and then we sort of we would like to watch them burn. Um, it's, it's kind of sad, but if you look over the history of the church, there's been a lot of that. You know, um, people that we flock to, we love them, we 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 you know we we fan over them, and then we watch them burn, and we're like, oh yeah, I didn't like that. Actually, boy, did you hear about that? Yeah, and then. Uh, 
I don't know, man. It's not, it's not, we've got to watch ourselves with that. Don't ever, don't ever, don't ever lift someone up like that, you know? And also don't, don't, don't gloat in their, in their downfall. I, um, I'm listening to a podcast right now about uh, the rise and fall of Mars Hill. Mars Hill Church was a church out in Seattle. Uh, Mark Driscoll, uh, early in my ministry uh, in Virginia Beach, I really, I, I really admired what Mars Hill was doing, as as a lot of people did. I mean, that's why they 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 grew like crazy. I mean, they ended up in you know multiple campuses, multiple multiple locations. Um, you know. Probably the first mega church internet pastor was Mark Driscoll. He was, you know, and uh, and then in uh, I think 2014, it just it literally in a matter of days, it was over, gone. And um, so the podcast is really about that. I recommend it to you if you want to check it out. It's on. Uh, I know I'm, I'm listening to it on a- Apple Podcast. You know, after you were subscribed to. Pastor Terry's daily podcast. You go ahead and you can check that. Uh, you can check out. Uh, it's uh, Christianity Today is putting it out, but it's uh, if you search for the rise and rise and fall of Mars Hill. I think they're on like episode six. They're doing like a episode a week. And they're basically just, you know, what led to it. Like what was, um, what what was the, you know, and there was a lot, obviously, a lot of awesome things that happened. Lives being changed, um, souls being saved. Amazing, amazing stuff. Um, but it also, you know, it also shows the the weaknesses of a leader, and the uh, the the damage of a of a toxic culture, and um, and how um, literally in a matter of uh, weeks, months, it imploded, and uh, and went away, went away. There's no no more Mars Hill Mars Hills Church in uh, Seattle. So, um, but but through through listening to that podcast, it just made me think, you know, that. You know, we, you know, because it was personal to me because I kind of really liked what they were doing. And it was sad to see it, you know, when some of the veil was, you know, revealed that some of the toxicity and damaging things that were being done. But just remind me again of how, you know, we we love to build our leaders up. Then we love to watch them burn. You know, it's like um, and and that's that's not right either. You know, that's not right either. So um, anyway, anyway, so. It's kind of the backstory of what's kind of running through my mind when I'm reading some of this, you know, about, you know, elevating leaders is, is some of that stuff. Um, so Paul says, no more boasting about human leaders. All things are yours, whether Paul or, or Paulus or, or Cephas or the world or life or death or the present or the future. All are yours and all are your and all. And you well, let me try. Let me try that again. Uh, all are yours and you are of Christ and Christ is of God. You're not going to get cheated out of anything. God is Christ is all in all. All you have to be after you worry about is being in him. These leaders just need to make sure that they're leading you to Christ. They're pointing you towards Jesus. Pastor Terry, making sure Pastor Terry is pointing you towards Christ. That's what Pastor Terry's job is. Nothing else. At the end of the day, it's not our names that matter. It's are they pointing me towards Jesus? They're pointing me towards something else pointing me more towards their church or they're pointing me more towards their ministry or they're pointing me more towards their denomination. They're pointing me more towards fleshly desires. If they're pointing me more towards ego and some kind of other thing, that ain't what we after. But if, if any leader that is called by God 
as long as they are pointing me towards Jesus, Jesus Christ, then then um, then I'm not going to miss anything. Because we are Christ and Christ is God. I like that. I like that. All right, you guys, welcome. Uh, thanks for being on today. Let's uh, let's pray. Let's talk to Jesus. That's what we do. Let's do it. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for this reminder of um, of, of your lordship, that uh, the, the body of Christ, the temple of the Holy Spirit is, is yours. <laughs> it's your temple, and we are uh, your temple, your body, Lord. So help us, first of all, not to devour each other, Lord. Help us to lift each other up, to pray for each other, uh, to support each other, and to encourage one another um, in the body of Christ. Lord, help us to uh, to honor our leaders, but not to uh, idolize our leaders. Um, and God, uh, help us to pray for them when they're struggling. Help us to lift them up and um, and keep them. Pray they keep they stay close to you. Um, Lord, I thank you for my friends today, each and every one of them, whatever they're uh, facing today, whatever's on their agenda, whatever's on their schedule today. May you uh, just bless them and encourage them and guide them today. Uh, may the presence of your Holy Spirit be in each and every activity of the day. Uh, may we be mindful of your Holy Spirit at all times that we, so that we conduct ourselves not as those of the flesh, not even as those that are carnal, but that we would conduct ourselves as spiritual, as those who are led and guided and filled with the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, fill us once more to overflowing that we might be a proper representation of Jesus today. We love you. We give you thanks. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, you guys. Hope you guys have a fantastic day. Thanks for joining us today on the daily podcast. First Corinthians 3 tomorrow, you know where we're going. We're going to go right on over to chapter 4 and continue on through this uh, correspondence with the Corinthian church. Very interesting stuff. So hope to see you then. Then have a great day. God bless. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.